Welcome to Slavalera. I'm Shepard Bridgetower. And I'm Henry Dubois. Uh, we are f- two former housemates, and the aim of this podcast is to essentially ensure that we catch up and don't sort of slowly drift away into our... Um, uh, yeah, so sort of s- don't slowly drift away. <laughs> the aim of this is to hopefully maintain our friendship, I think. <laughs> and how will we do that? Well, we'll do that by... Uh, having routine discussions about four of our favorite things. Well, and the first one being business ideas, the second one being cooking, the third one being sport, and the fourth one just being a sort of mixed bag of miscellaneous things or whatever sort of tumbling through our heads and just piqued our interest um, in the days prior to us having a discussion. Um, so yeah, we're currently seated here at a, at a, at a new place, uh, at a place that neither of us are familiar with. Is that correct, Henry? That's right. We're, we're seated here in this very beautiful day today at our dining table, mm-hmm. looking at a couple of um, tissue boxes yeah, here on the yeah. dining table. Yeah, familiar dining table, familiar tissue boxes, but uh, unfamiliar sort of structure. But a structure that I don't mind. Mm. Yeah. So when, when we were housemates, um, Shepard, you, you always talked about, you, you always were fascinated with economics and you had this... Um, mechanism and this idea yeah. that you're talking about, um, yeah. perhaps this is a good time to explore that a little. Yes, yes. So, so I, I do have a rather peculiar fascination with with, uh, with economics and the world of economics and, and the world of business. Um, and so, yeah, we, you know, we've had, a, we've had a lot of discussions. Do, do you reckon we've had far too many discussions about this or too many, too few or just <laughs> enough? <laughs> Probably too few. I mean, you we can never have enough to discussions about that. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's gone. I mean, I think the sort of um, volume to like actual production ratio is very, very <laughs> low, isn't it? So, yeah. So, I guess the, the basis of the idea started some time ago um, after completing a research project that I was doing looking at um, housing and I guess yeah, the idea of sort of housing, housing affordability, which is quite a quite a big issue, in, especially you know wherever you live, especially in the well, essentially wherever you live, but we happen to live in um, a sort of metropolitan area where where housing affordability is quite a quite a quite a big issue. So I started to think about ways to hopefully try to try to address that, and you know, and and I guess casually, I've also thought about you know, the idea of in investing and sort of, you know, diversifying one stream of mm. income. And look, we're not going to, you know, we're not financial gurus. Um, <laughs> they're not going to sort of bore you with, 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 with sort of investment ideas and if they don't have any. But I just sort of, you know, thinking about, think, think, uh, thinking about that too and I slowly have developed what I think is a, I'm not sure if it's effective, but an interesting mechanism. No, I would think there's a potential for it to be very effective. You reckon? So, I mean, I guess to, to give a quick rundown of what it is, essentially, um, there's a producer, like a person A, they produce something, sell it to person B, they make a slight profit, then person B sells the same thing to person C at a price that's equal to the price that they paid plus the difference between... Um, a sorry B minus A so the profit that 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 A would take, then person C owns sort of that particular that particular product, um and you know say after a month or so they will get the difference between C and B back from A because B minus A is equal to C minus minus B, and the idea being, 
if there is a, a price difference between B and C, um, the demand for B will go up, thus the price will go up, um, and C would be able to sell the product that they bought from B in market in the market that B bought the product in, and that should increase its price, which would then increase the value of the contract that or the security I should say that C has obtained. So I'm not sure that makes much sense. Well, that's in my mind. It suggests that there's an arbitrage opportunity between B, so C and B. Oh, sorry, well, sorry. B has an opportunity to make some risk profit. C has an opportunity to make some risk profit. And at least thus far, I'm not sure how the arbitrage is sort of uh, closed or, or, or eradicated, which it should be based on sort of basic economic theory. So that's the, that's the idea that I'm running with. And um, yeah. What are your mm. thoughts, Henry? That, that's a very interesting mechanism, I think. Um, and I think in, in our discussion, you mentioned resetting the equilibrium of things and, and also talking about this being sort of an infinite uh, uh, loop type situation, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so again, yeah, so this is where it gets weird. So it's like, this is either where we are sort of Horribly wrong or incredible re- revolutionaries. It's it's sort of one or the other. And like most to think likely, the, the latter. Well, like to think the latter, but most likely the former. <laughs> so, so yeah, as I was saying, like I guess you know there, there there's a sort of a pretty obvious arbitrage just between A and B. So like if you can buy something at a cheap price and sell it at a higher price, mm-hmm. then you can make sort of risky profit. But that should be should be um sort of you know an equilibrium should be reached between the two different markets in which. Uh, and at, at which point the um the price is equal, but I guess yeah to 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 combat that, um, uh, insurance is provided to to not insurance but essentially well essentially a loan is 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 oh well, person C um, uh lends person A some money which they which they receive back you know at a, at some time in the future and the interest that they. Um, that they receive from from making that loan is essentially the value that they can they can resell the good for in market B. So yeah, so and and you know and 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 so yeah, the <laughs> the idea is that um, the security C should have this in 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 you know as it stands now potentially like just very large amounts if not infinite value, which I don't know, it's unlikely, but anyway, if it does. Then, um, yeah, it seems like an interesting mechanism. So I guess, you know, uh, we're still thinking about it. I, well, I, I think it's a fun thought and how practical it is. Who really knows? But it'd be nice to sort of experiment it, experiment with it in, um, in a real life and and uh, and see how it goes. No, I think I think you should. I think we've talked a lot about how to implement this in 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 the real world and yeah. potential value you can bring and yeah. I think it's a very interesting idea. Yeah, we've been tossing up a few a few ideas. We've thought about uh, incorporating the dreaded NFTs, <laughs> um, and we also have some interesting discussions about uh, about cooperatives. Um, and yeah, I think I think cooperatives are something that I didn't know much about. Um, did you know much about Henry? No, I mean I've come across it previously, but mm. not in any great depth. Um, yeah. But I I think the the mechanism and also, you know, if you, if you incorporate NFTs and, mm. and the cooperative mechanism, it sounds like a very revolutionary uh, idea. Yeah, exactly. Look, I like to think of it in terms of idea-wise. It's like, you know, 
if uh, you know Amazon was launched on the moon in 1969 <laughs> with like I don't know Edison <laughs> and a light bulb it's just a sort of mixture of everything that's good about you know humanity and stuff but you know still a very nascent nascent idea just ricocheting around well I guess to my brain and then this conversation here but you know we shall see how it goes um, mm. and yeah I guess you know we, I guess, well, you know, I think it's, 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 it's almost, it's sort of difficult to explain, but if you'd like a pictorial version of that, check out www.shepherdbridgetower, I think it's .com, mm. but type of shepherdbridgetower, you know, I, being shepherd, have uh, done some, well, have done, I've done a bit of writing other stuff, but looking to write something about this particular mechanism and, um, you know, you can read about it, criticize it, laugh at it, poke holes in it, you know. Or help make it a reality. Exactly. So, you know, yeah, exactly. You can <laughs> treat it as, uh, you know, treat it quite frankly however you like. So, yeah, mm. that's, that's, the, that's the business idea that... Oh, it's not a business idea. It's just a, a thought. Mm. You know, it's a very interesting thought. And, and I, I should say, you know, if you do go check out um, shepherdbridgetower.com, I believe it is, mm. um, there, there's some interesting musings there on the website. I think it's definitely worth, worth a read. Yeah, no, it's got, it's got some, uh, some other stuff. We've got some, some artists that we, uh, that we like. So, you know, I said we, we former housemates and we have a, we composed a playlist called, what's, what's the playlist called? 2021 Discoveries, I believe it was. Exactly, on the old Spotify. So, you know, it's like, I mean, we're the big draws on, on I mean, it's our players and Joe Rogan, which are, <laughs> which are sort of holding Spotify up. So, you know, if you can find it. Actually, I, you, know, you know, I actually tried to look for it the other day and had some trouble finding it. Hmm. But I thought, like, can you like, you, you can like, yeah, you can, like, you can. Um, playlist, can't you? Yes, and, and the playlist gets saved onto, yeah, onto your list. Yeah, so I think, uh, you know, have another look because we had, we, had, we, had, we had a few really nice artists. We had Jordan McCamper, who's, who I'm a big fan of. Hmm. What else did we have on there? We had Mind Chatter, was the Mind other one. Mind Chatter, we had Asgir, yeah, he's a great, I think it's where is he, Icelandic? Yeah, he's Icelandic. Icelandic. Yeah, from, that was a good find, wasn't it, with Asgir? Because yeah. um, we we were watching a show, I believe, and um, Asgir came on as the background music. Literally, exactly. <laughs> it's like all these shows that like are known for you know selecting music. We sort of you know listen to those shows and like, oh yeah, we've heard this song like six months ago. <laughs> I don't even six months ago, like a while ago. So I like to think we're a bit ahead of the curve from a music perspective, but maybe oh, I like to think we're ahead of the curve on a, on a, in a in a music perspective, mm. and hopefully on a business perspective. <laughs> but we're most likely you know. Not from a business sense, but nonetheless, that's the um, business idea that we've been, uh, yeah, having a chat about and, you know, just kept us, well, kept me very entertained. <laughs> not sure how entertained it's kept you, Henry, but no, nonetheless. Oh, no. I'm always interested. Yeah. Um, I think that definitely challenges my thinking too when I talk about it. And I think sometimes um, you do sort of push me to think about certain things and I then go and look up certain things. So yeah. it's a learning experience for me too. Yeah. Nonetheless, anyway, so another, another, another big thing that, um, well, <laughs> a big thing that we used to do as housemates and also that people do in general is cook because you need to eat. <laughs> so Henry, what's been, uh, what's been cooking? What's been cooking? Look, um, as Shepard mentioned, uh, when, when we were housemates, um, I would oftentimes spend um, the, the evenings um, cooking up a storm of sorts. Um, you know, sometimes it entailed, you know, Flambe and <laughs> yeah, it was never like a Hurricane Katrina type storm. It was always like a, a good storm. If you could somehow have a good hurricane or something, that's that's the kind of storm it was. 
Yeah, but I think I probably maybe it's a. Um, I, I like cooking things that are probably a bit more complicated. Uh, probably not very good use of my time in the <laughs> evening standing in the kitchen. But um, off late, I've been cooking lots of um, breakfast type dishes. Oh. Say, and, um, mostly involving eggs um, because I'm a big fan of eggs. And, yeah. Um, mostly scrambled eggs, and I'm experimenting different ways to make scrambled eggs and. How many ways they make scrambled eggs? <laughs> See, one would think that you know the the basic scrambled eggs. You you know, crack some eggs, some maybe you know, some butter, yeah. and some milk. Yeah. But um, you know, now now I'm trying to incorporate other things. You know, like scallions into it, for What's example. A scallion. Uh, I think well, scallions. Um, they're they're sort of long type vegetables. Um, mm. they, they, they there's a different name for it. I think scallions is the American. Mm-hmm. Term. Um, the, the name escapes me. The, yeah. the Australians. Sort of, How's it look like? It, it's long. They kind of like they look like blades of gla- um, grass, but they're the tube like. Ah. Um, but you know, I've incorporated that. Some of oh, these things. Spring, spring onion. onions. Oh, there we go. That's onions. also yeah, called yeah. spring onions. Yeah. In, in, in. But I've also put in some cherry tomatoes. So it's it's kind of like a, a stir fry of sorts. Not really scrambled eggs, mm. but. I've been making that a little bit. Interesting. Um, and also trying to make um, hash browns. Uh, How hard is it to make hash browns? Well, it's pretty challenging. I think the most of all, it is quite simple itself. Mm. Um, the idea, they're basically potatoes, where yeah. you, but you squeeze out all the water. And how do you make a crust? Like, what's, what's around it? Also, nothing. It's literally just potatoes that have been oh. shredded and dried adequately. Mm. Um, so the trick, or well, the difficulty, I guess, is actually getting all the water out. And some people have different ways, you know, you might put it in a tea towel and wring out all the water or you yeah. just squeeze them out with your hands. Oh. Mm. Can you just heat it to get the water out? Um, you can heat it, you can, but that will cook the potatoes and oh. sort of soften it and you get moisture when you cook it. So, oh, um, true. Yeah, but no, so the, the, those are probably the main ones. I haven't been cooking too, too many dinner type of dishes. Yeah. Um, breakfast food has been one of my, I've been focusing on. Nice. Um, so how did you why like why breakfast food? I'm a big fan of breakfast food. I think um it's a good meal of the day. Mm-hmm. Um I think I if I had to rank um meals, probably say breakfast yeah. and then maybe lunch and dinner would definitely be at really? the bottom, I think. Why? I think dinner is the number one meal. You think so? Yeah. It's oh. like you know I think it's the most variety of meals. Cause like you can never have dessert for breakfast, whereas in at dinner you can have like entree main dessert. Mm. Like when are you having dessert at dinner? Oh, sorry, a d- dessert at breakfast. You could. You can have you know, some sort of spritz, maybe a cocktail at breakfast. Could you though? You can have banana cake. You know, banana cake could be yeah, a but, dessert or yeah. Know. But then is banana cake the best dessert? It uh, could be. So yeah, no, but you're happy if it's not. <laughs> so you're handicapping yourself. So I reckon like dinner is. I mean, dinner or lunch. I wish I was more European and liked lunch more, but mm. like I think dinner for me still takes number one. Mm. But like I'm, um, I mean breakfast, like you know, like so another thing, like we, I guess one reason why cooking particularly intrigues both of us is because we have diametrically opposed sort of <laughs> cooking regimes. I eat the same thing essentially every day. Oh, she was like when when we lived together, I I I was a very like my my diet was very regimented, whereas yours wasn't, and that's what sort of perked. Mm. I guess both of us found our uh, sort of culinary habits rather peculiar. Mm. It's fair to say. So I guess for me, breakfast is you know I just sort of like tea with milk, cereal with milk, nothing uh, 
Mm. Nothing particularly flamboyant. So that's why I guess maybe that's why I'm not I'm not a big breakfast guy. But mm. but when but when we did live together, you always used to do those um, what this like those eggs with oh with baked beans. Yeah. Mm. Yes, I do like that. That's a that's a staple in mm-hmm. in sort of even in in my current household. Um, I oh speaking of which, um, mm-hmm. you know, you talk about um cereal and milk. You know, mm-hmm. I think oh, that's the sure. other quirk where. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so the question to listeners is whether you put the milk before the cereal or the cereal first. And there is a right answer. <laughs> so, is there? There is. I mean, look. Actually, no. We'll we'll, we'll leave it, we'll leave this out to the listeners. You can uh, contact us on. In fact, yeah. Go to www.shepherdridgetower.com. Just I guess it's I'm pretty sure it's .com. And there is a submit um, button that you can press. Tell us which is the correct answer. And as I said, there is a correct answer. Is it milk and cereal or cereal than milk? And we'll uh, touch on this on, on, um, on future episodes because, look, as I said, there is a correct answer. Mm. Should we tell the listeners which way you do it? Well, I think, I mean, I'd like to ideally get some listener feedback. Mm. Um, and once we do, we can, you know, we can, I mean, look, because I think the worst thing I'd... I'd, I'd um, I'd like to find... Oh, I just, one, I'd like to just gauge the sort of, um, you know, state of our listeners, whether they're doing the correct thing or not. And if mm. they are, I will celebrate them. If they're not, then, you know, <laughs> shall correct them appropriately. So, <laughs> nonetheless, do contact us and tell us, t- and t- and tell us how to eat cereal correctly. By the, by the way, that reminds, one, of our, one of our good friends, we, we had a discussion with him about the correct set of cereal etiquette. Mm. And he had a really bizarre way of eating cereal. Wasn't oh. he, didn't he say, like, they put cereal in the mouth and then drink milk? That's right, yeah. That's right. That's what even that? more bizarre. That, yeah, I mean, I don't know what that is. I don't know what the point of that is. That's just like, what? <laughs> but apart from that, he's a very rational, insane human being. But, you know, with the, yeah, that's a very glaring, glaring sort of... I like to say it's a personality shortcoming, but that might be a bit harsh. Mm. Yeah, but no, I think, uh, yeah, I, I guess cooking-wise um, hasn't been as active. I guess I haven't had, you know, many evenings with flame in, you know, on the pan. <laughs> exactly. I haven't baking up anything uh, overly exciting. But yeah. hopefully um, next time we come back, we can talk about other things that might be cooking up. Yeah, well, but have, have you eaten, have you been out, been out to any, any, any good places, eaten anything particularly tasty? I have, I have indeed, um, I think of, of late, we recently, when we went out, um, with, with my family for dinner, we, we ate this dish, um, it was quite a traditional, um, Chinese dish Mm. where, um, it was kind of like a salad, Mm. but, um, they do it as part of the, the lunar new year and Mm. they would have shredded carrots, they have some peanuts, they have Mm. some, they had some salmon and there's some sauce and, you sort of the idea is you mix it all together. Well, yeah. it comes pre-prepared and you mix it all together at the table, mm-hmm. and um, it, it gets quite messy. And I think that's the idea: is that people just put use the chopsticks and mix everything up. Yeah. And um, you need to get it sort of as high as possible. Um, the, the belief is that um, the, the higher you can mix all the things, the better sort of blood people bring in in the new year. Uh-huh. What, um, what's it? Uh, what's it called? Uh, I believe the the traditional sort of name is called Yi Sang, okay. um, but um, it, it it is actually um, a very very nice dish, um, mm-hmm. quite refreshing summer dish I would say, similar mm-hmm. to um, a potentially I would say well maybe a Caesar salad. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, well, uh, it sounds so much nicer than a Caesar salad. <laughs> so is it one of these? Uh, 
Yeah, it is. It is. Oh. Um, we're just looking up on 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 the phone and we see some pictures there. But yeah, so it it is quite quite a fun dish yeah. to be eating. So it's very much like a a share plate sort of thing. Yeah, it is a share plate. Um. So yeah, I think that that probably the the, the most exciting thing mm. I've eaten. And is that like made often in like domestic context, or is it mostly just like a restaurant meal? Oh no, people definitely do make it in in the domestic context, but yeah. I think it's more um seasonal in terms of that being served during the Lunar New Year mm. um, but otherwise people don't usually eat that dish oh, okay. so I think it's something that I do look forward to yeah. every year yeah because I'm thinking like are there many dishes that like like uh, or do, do you know many other dishes that are specifically reserved for like certain occasions fruitcakes maybe during That's Christmas true. exactly yeah well yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Christmas because yeah, I think like maybe like turkeys for Thanksgiving mm. I mean like chocolate bunnies for Easter mm. like something like hot cross buns yeah which are like, I mean, I guess ideally they should be around Easter, but now they're almost like a year-round thing. Exactly. I was, I was amused about when, like, you're, you know, it's, it's sort of early December when you walk into the store. And you have selling cross buns. buns. Like, yeah. I don't think, I mean, I know there's a holiday about Jesus coming up, <laughs> but I don't think it's this one. Like, <laughs> just, a, just a tad premature, but, you know. Well, that's not a bad thing, I suppose. Yeah, the market says give us the hot cross buns and, mm. you know. Market mm. once the market gets. <laughs> no, no, indeed, indeed. Yeah. But no, no. The, the cooking aside, you know, we we sort of now touch on our third topic mm. to today. We're talking about sport. Mm-hmm. I think when we were living together, you know, um, Shepherd would always tell me about uh, lots about basketball. You know, I think he's always wanted to play basketball. Yeah, look, in my mind, I'm an NBA player. In mm. reality, I'm definitely not. <laughs> so. <yeah. laughs> Although you're pretty good at it, I have to say. I'm not. <laughs> Maybe it's the modesty. No, no, it's it's not. It's it's reality. Like uh, you know, I think uh, I I as I would like to be better. I'm not. I have. I would like to think that I was half decent. I wasn't. So you know, it's um yeah. I'm I'm just uh I'm a fan these days. Mm. No, uh, but you you've been you've been teaching me a lot about basketball. I mm. I know close to zero. As <laughs> it turns out. <laughs> Yeah, and, and, you know, one of the great uh, memories of the old school days was we used to play basketball at school, which is good fun, mm. and uh, during lunch times, and you know, yeah, I guess did did you play much? No, I oh, I don't okay. think I've ever touched. <laughs> oh, really? Well, I've touched basketball, but yeah. I don't think I've ever shoot. Oh, come on. Really? So, Do you know, there's actually a court. Actually, I was driving here today, and I in my mind I was going to bring my basketball, then hmm. I forgot. But I'll 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 um. I'll bring one because there's actually a court very close to here. Okay. And yeah, I was thinking... We can try to do that, yes. Yeah, there's actually a court very close to here. Yeah. Nice little park. So mm. we'll definitely have to um, have to go there and shoot some hoops. Mm. But yeah, I'm a big, um, I'm a big basketball fan. Mm. Big uh, NBA. Well, no, I would say a big NBA fan, but I'm an NBA fan. And when I do get the time, I do enjoy um, consuming some basketball. Mm. I think, yeah. yeah, I think one of the good things about basketball is um, sort of the characters are quite sort of multi-dimensional, aren't they, <laughs> Henry? <laughs> no, they are. They are, and I, I think through, I think we, you know, we've had various discussions. I mean, we we've been following a couple of star players um, mm-hmm. in, in 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 during our time, and I think um, we someone we came across, uh, I came across. Um, it was this morning was someone by the name Devin Booker. D Book, as I call him. <laughs> Of course, um, Devin Booker's a Phoenix Suns uh, shooting guard, all-star this year. 
and it's also been referred to in a Drake song, which, by the way, one of my kind of goals in life, but not really a goal in life, is to be mentioned in a rap song, specifically a Drake song. <laughs> I think that will, you know, <laughs> I mean, it will show that I've done something. What I've done, I'm not sure, but it'll show that I've done something. Will you have to be a basketballer, though? I don't think so. Actually, maybe. Actually, well, let me think. Because I know his reference. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you don't. I mean, look, I think well, I think basketball is, a, is, is probably a safe way to go. I mean, you can be a, sort of a, you know, a lady that he sort of messes around with. I'm sure, I'm sure then you can get some sort of mm. implicit reference. But um, basketball would be a good, a good, a good way. I'm, I'm sure Obama must have been referenced a lot by rappers. You think? I think so. Mm. Wouldn't su- oh, at least it wouldn't surprise me. I know uh, the former president of America, not Obama, but the one after Obama and before Biden... He was referenced in, in some rap songs. Oh, I'm pretty I sure. See. So I guess like if you're not president, he can be referenced. Hmm. I mean, maybe Bill Gates has been referenced. Like, if you, you know, I assume if you make a lot of money or gain a lot of power, hmm. then I assume, you know, you're sort of um, uh, a candidate to be referenced by, by, a, by a rapper. I wonder if you pay them. Do you reckon if you pay them, you can be referenced? I mean... They have to write a song about you, That's right? That's true, but like, you know, they can rhyme. They can rhyme Shepherd with something. <laughs> Shepherd... I wonder how Leopard, been... Shepherd, Leopard, Leopard, you know, Henry. I don't know, what does mm. what is Henry run with? Mm, Henry. I don't know. Mm. I mean, I, I wonder how, how they pick who to include in their songs. I think... Did well, they build the songs around the person? That, I mean, I mean <laughs> that's a chicken and egg situation. It's like, what came first? The, you know, the Obama reference or the song? I, I assume, like, it depends what you're singing about. Because mm. I assume, like, the person has to have some vague reference to like, what it is you're talking about. Mm. And I guess that's why the reference is, you know, you can't be like, you know, the local ophthalmologist and then be referenced by Drake. That's true. Unless Drake has eye issues, then... Exactly. You know, maybe seeing clearly now, thanks to Dr. Mm. You know, I don't even know, ophthalm guy. Mm. Yeah, well, speaking of chicken and egg, you know, we have to talk about this in our next podcast at mm. some point too, you know, mm. I, I believe, you know, Shepard, you have a theory about, you know, which came first. <laughs> I do, I do. <laughs> Again, we shall touch on that. Thanks for, that's a, that's, a, that's a very good point, Henry. But we should get back to Devin Booker. Mm. Again, Devin Booker, Phoenix Suns, uh, shooting guard, all-star, referencing Drake's song. I believe going out with, um, what's the lady's name? Kendall Jenner. Kendall Jenner, that's the one. And... He, he was actually mistaken for another one of our favourite players, Ben Simmons, mm. which is a tragic, uh, tragic event. Mm. If anyone's interested, I think look up, I think it's People magazine, look up Super Bowl pictures, and yeah, there's a sort of case of mistaken identity. Mm. Nonetheless. Anyway, what brought um, Mr. Booker to our attention was an Architectural Digest video that he did, mm. giving us a tour around his uh, Arizona, Phoenix, Arizona, I assume it was, Phoenix, mm. Arizona house. And actually, so we happened to watch this different. So you watched it this morning. This morning, yeah. I happened to see it. I think I saw it a couple of days ago, but I didn't. I watched well, the video, but I actually didn't watch it until last night. Hmm. Thoughts on what are your thoughts on the on the uh, on the crib? Oh, I, I think it's a beautiful crib. Yeah. Um, located sort of in in, in the desert. Uh, I it think is. I believe it was sort of around five thousand odd square meters. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a massive pool yeah. um I, I think that there's some i think maybe you know maybe subconsciously you know he's adopted some of the style of um kendall jenner's home potentially look I, i'm not going to pretend to to know what sort of aesthetic um miss jenner prefers but like it's not it's not it's not unrealistic to assume that he has sort of duplicated some of her preferences and it's not unrealistic to assume that she's a fairly fashionable person so mm. it makes sense i'll have a you know pretty pretty urbane 
the house. Hmm. He doesn't have as many as many cars as um a good friend Ben Simmons though. Ben Simmons, by the way, Ben Simmons is back on the court. Good luck to him <laughs> in uh, he's, he's now in Brooklyn, which is a very cool place. Hmm. I'm not. I mean, look, I have no idea who he is as a person. I'm not, I wonder if Brooklyn is his vibe. I think so. You reckon? I think so. I mean, I mean, with the number of cars and I think just based on his overall. Aesthetic. Yeah, but yeah. like Brooklyn to me seems. I mean, look. I guess this gives us away. We don't have to live in Brooklyn, but like Brooklyn to me seems very like cool and chic and urbane. Mm. And like, I mean, and maybe he is, but like, I don't know. I feel like he's more. Maybe maybe he fits in more from day to day. I think he, maybe social media is not depicting that side of him. That is true. I mean, that is true. He might, you know, like some random bands that we don't know. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, good luck to him in Brooklyn. He's there with Kevin Durant. Remember yeah, Kevin Durant? I do remember Kevin Durant. Exactly. Yeah, there was a game. Actually, the, the game, um, I think it was game, jeez, game six, I think, or game seven. It was um, Brooklyn versus Milwaukee in the Eastern Conference mm. Finals, I believe. Mm. He had a great game, that, that was, game. Yeah, that was a very good game. And he almost won the game <laughs> if his foot didn't, essentially if he had a, you know, a, a shoe that was a size smaller, he would have hit a three as opposed to a, a two. And um, Brooklyn might have beaten the Milwaukee Bucks, who went on to win the championship. So, mm. by the way, remember, remember the guy who got 50? Oh, yeah. And yeah. the other guy's like, 50 piece. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> he played a game. By the way, and that's Giannis Atentacuma, for those who don't know, the Greek freak. He played a game yesterday. Well, he was, he, was, he was playing yesterday for Milwaukee against Indiana Pacers. Do you know how many he scored? 50. Yeah, he scored 50. Yeah. <laughs> and I saw this. I saw this. Uh, I think it was a meme or whatever, where it was it was a video of him <laughs> at McDonald's saying, "Can I have your fifty piece?" <laughs> yeah, Jonas, shout out to him. He's a um, he's a great very good player. Yeah, he's a very he's a very good player. Again, he's around. He's a I think he's mid twenties or late twenties mm. or something. So he's a professional athlete. He's a beast. He's a, he, and he's a big dude too. He's a big guy, a very skilled man. Mm. Might win again this year, I reckon. You so think potentially? Like he, you know, he's so he's mm. doing well. Milwaukee's doing well, but Phoenix is actually doing. You know, I think Phoenix has a better record in the NBA. Really? So, yeah, Devin Booker's team. He's doing well. Phoenix Suns. Yeah. Golden State Warriors. Uh, you know, if you're to... I think if you're to um, watch NBA, I think you'd like the Warriors. You think so? They're very, mm-hmm. like... Like, they're very... Uh, not, a very aesthetically pleasing team to watch. Hmm. They shoot a lot of threes. Hmm. Very well-skilled, well-coached. Just, a, you know, a good team. Mm. So I reckon if you... If you ever decide to become an NBA fan, I reckon Golden State's your, uh, Golden your team. State. Yeah. Oh, okay. it's, it's based in San Francisco. Okay. San Francisco, your vibe? It is. I, I do like San Francisco. I actually yeah. do have a, a, a photo of, of the, um, the, the bridge, in, the famous bridge in San Francisco. Yeah. Is it overrated? Oh, it is overrated. I reckon. <laughs> why? why? <laughs> Tell us why the bridge is overrated. I think, well, you know, as much as I'm impressed by, um, you know, engineering and you know, construction of big bridges I think um, it's a bridge I think you know there are plenty of bridges in the world um, I'm not a big fan of you know bridges I don't I, really I think I mean I, I think I well I, I prefer looking at structures that you know more ancient structures I think you know I think mm-hmm. the modern day sort of bridges you know with steel and metal are nearly as Understood. What about the London Bridge? That's slightly, slightly shorter, isn't it? It is slightly shorter. Yeah. I think that's on the cusp, I think, in, in on, on my spectrum. I think, mm-hmm. you know, that's interesting, but I think there are, you know, the older bridges are probably, that I've seen, are probably more beautiful. Yeah, that's true. I mean, look, I don't really have a strong bridge opinion. Mm. Uh, I think the Sydney Harbour Bridge is a nice bridge. And mm. like, you know, if you... I actually like the view, if you've ever been on Sydney Harbour Bridge, it has a very nice view. Like, if you look towards the... 
away from anyway, I don't know. Like if you look actually both sides are quite nice. But I actually like um if you get the chance to walk across there or drive across there, use a train across there. I think it's mm. quite a quite a nice uh it's a beautiful has a beautiful view, which I which I kind of like. Mm. And look, maybe the Golden State, not Golden State, the Golden Gate Bridge probably does too. And quite frankly, probably a lot of other bridges because maybe, maybe, maybe what I actually like is looking at water and also like the mm, bridges. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, but no, I, I do intend to give, give, get into um, NBA this year and follow mm. it a, a bit more closely. I mm. think that way I can um, investigate more deeply these different players and the properties they own and maybe exactly. the cars they own. Exactly. Oh, but <laughs> you know, I was looking at, so, ah, so. The Super Bowl was fairly recently, mm. and um, I happened to be just perusing and seeing some of the celebrities who are at the Super Bowl. It's in, it's in Los Angeles, which is the home of celebrities. Another in, another celebrity who was at the, uh, at the Super Bowl was uh, one of NBA's, sorry, one of the, the NBA's most sort of famous individual, LeBron James. Oh, yes. And what caught my eye was what he was using. I mean, what, what he was using to tell the time. <laughs> now, it was a... Uh, was it a rather, sundial? I mean, no, no, it was, I mean, it was, it was, it was, it was a, a very impressive, I have no idea what it was, actually, I, I, I don't know what it was, but it was very, um, very impressive, and, well, yes. I'm sort of very curious now. Yeah. I mean, was he wearing a watch, or did he bring a clock with him? I think he's definitely he's definitely a watch guy. Mm. I don't really know what it was, but it did it did catch my eye. In addition to you know the range of other celebrities that happened to be um, happened to be at the at the Super Bowl. Nonetheless, he was also wearing a very intriguing shirt. It was it's white, green, and I don't know what that is. Yellow. Hmm. What's one of those college jerseys? Exactly, is <laughs> wearing a Patek Philippe Notalis fifty seven eleven Tiffany blue. Tiffany blue. Oh wow! Is that like? What are your thoughts on that? <laughs> that looks quite looks quite nice. Yeah. Apparently, Jay Z has one of those too. Exactly. How much do you think it costs? Probably half a million dollars. American? I'm not sure. Kevin Hart? No, he doesn't have one. Is wearing a how do you pronounce that? Audemars oh, Peugeot. That's the one, Audemars. <laughs> Antonio Brown. Jeez, all these people wearing all these watches. Richard Mille. They do I like mean, the bling. Uh, yeah, but they have to, I mean, they're just taking. They're just making sure that they're not late to the game. Like, mm-hmm. imagine you know, imagine how much money they paid for those tickets. Oh, exactly. The last thing you'd want to do was miss a second of the game. <laughs> how do you know? How do you how do you ensure that you make the game in time? Get a Swiss watch. Exactly. You have to look at your Patek Philippe. Exactly. Maybe. Maybe that's what you need to get. Take a few of. Yeah, well, I think I mean, <laughs> there's, probably, there's probably a few more things I need to purchase before I can uh, purchase a Patek Philippe. Mm. Nonetheless. Anyway, so that's it for our basketball section. Mm. Touched on, you know, the important things. Devin Booker, his mm. house, LeBron's watches. Mm. Were, the, were the bridges overrated? Mm. But look, you know, we shall... Look, I mean, playoffs are coming around soon. Mm. We'll intensify some of our... Discussions. I mean, we'll never get too analytical, but you know, mm. we'll just touch on the important things and not and the not so important things. Mm. I guess our final topic for the for the day um, is, I guess, music. So this is our miscellaneous section. So we'll discuss essentially whatever's just been rattling around in our mind, and I guess what's been rattling around in our mind, more specifically our ears, is um, a new sort of playlist on Spotify entitled Camaliza Radio. 
um, and this is a playlist based on an artist called Camelisa. Mm. I believe Henry, you've been uh, listening to it. I have been actually. Thoughts? It's a, it's actually a really soothing mm. um, playlist or, or radio station. Um, I believe Camelisa is uh, based out of Western Sydney. Yeah, yeah. I think he's got hundred odd thousand. Um, followers on Spotify, mm-hmm. um, but the the I think the overall um, vibe I guess of the playlist is is quite soothing. It's it's good. I think it's quite versatile. It's mm. good background music. Um, you can also sort of have a listen when you're you know whether you're cooking or, mm. or maybe not so much when you're watching the NBA. But <laughs> but no, it, it it is quite quite good. Um, do you have any do you have any favorites? There 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 is a song. Um, on, on, on the playlist by Tora, I think it was. Oh, yeah, yeah. Although I don't know, I couldn't remember exactly what the name of the song yeah. was. Um, that was quite good. Too much. Um, Actually, there, I think, I thought maybe there are a couple of Tora songs on mm, there. there. There are a few good ones. Yeah. Um, and interestingly, I think it was uh, what last week when I when I first listened to to the playlist, um, I think there was an en- enhanced button on, on, somewhere, on one of my playlists and mm. I think they actually added um, Kamaliza onto my, yeah, my yeah. Um, playlist so I thought hmm, that was a good find. Yeah. Um, how was, did you come across this? So I think, well, um, I, was, uh, I was in Africa mm. and I may be there now but I was in there, I was in Africa and, uh, <laughs> you know, the country of Africa mm. <laughs> and then I just happened to, um, I think, well, I think it was just recommended to me um, mm. because I stumbled across Kamaliza mm. somehow, which I don't know. Thanks, thanks to the um, Spotify algorithm, mm. and I actually really, really liked them. Um, and then I just happened to, to to listen to the radio, and there's actually a couple of other artists that we're familiar with. Lanks is on there, mm. Mm. one of his songs, "Spiritual Man." But mm. Lanks has a great um, has two great albums actually. Um, so I'd definitely encourage. That you check him out, Langs L A N K S. Another another Australian guy. Actually. I think he's Melbourne Bay. Mm. I think he's from Melbourne, but I'm not sure if he's current. Mm. I think I think he's in Brooklyn. Or anyway, but he's um <laughs> has a relation to Australia, mm. and, and he's in Brooklyn. I think so. Like Ben Simmons now. Exactly. That's true. Mm. Exactly. Maybe him and Ben Simmons should uh, you know collaborate or something mm. somehow. I don't know what they'll do together, but you know, mm. Brooklyn seems to be the place to go to. Exactly, it's the place to be. Mm. Um, yeah, but I have, I have two favorites. Well, actually, I like, I like the playlist firstly. I think it's mm. great. I think I agree with you. Very soothing. Um, has a nice sort of rhythm to it. Has, mm. has a few songs with, with, with some nice beats. Mm. It's nice, as I said, for, yeah, doing some casual stuff. I don't mind, you know, doing a bit of writing to it or something, or mm. just like, you know, on a walk, listen, listen, listening to it. It's quite, um, yeah, just a very nice, soothing, also rhythmic Rhythmic playlist. A couple of my favorites. About so from all there's you know there's a few few songs on there by Kamaliza which I really enjoy, including Zanzibar. Mm. I think Zanzibar is what there's an African country that used to be called Zanzibar. Oh really? I think so. Hmm. I can't remember which one, but I know these. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's Zimbabwe. Maybe hmm. anyway, nonetheless. That will make sense with the Z at the start. Yeah. Well, I can't remember, but then. Two of my favourites, actually, are called Little Light mm-hmm. by M, an artist called M-O-G-L-I-I. So Mowgli. Mowgli mm-hmm. and N-O-V-A-A, Nova. Mm. And another one called Drift by Benji Lewis. Mm. Those are two of my uh, my absolute favourites, mm. in addition to all the um, Kamaliza stuff. And there's also another artist whose name is 
B A Y N K. Hmm. Bank. Who hmm. actually actually heard of? I think I think they're New Zealander from memory. Hmm. I think they're New Zealander, but I actually um, heard of them some time ago. So it's it's, it's always nice when you um, sort of find or stumble across a new place that you like, and then you find artists that you already know on there. It's always a, it's always a good sign, especially if they're ones that you like. So yeah, I think that you know. I'm quite enjoying this mm. playlist. I think we might have to add some of these songs to our Discoveries playlist from, from last mm, year. No, I think we do. Yeah. Are you going to be, you know, again, what the top 0.005% uh, <laughs> listeners? I think last year was for Langs. For Langs, exactly. Yeah. So I'd like to, I'm, honestly, I'm like, so let's see, like Langs actually does have like a decent, um, a decent following. And yeah, I was, yeah, I think I was in the top, you know, 0.005% of his, um, mm. That's very impressive. That was like, what, I think we worked it out to be the top 20 or something like that? It'll be something very, very, very small. Let's see. Let's see how many, um, let's see how many, I said, but, but I think it's worth it. I think he's, um, he's a very, very good, very good artist. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, I'm, I'm hoping maybe, maybe with Kamaliza, I can, you know, I can top that. But I think you, you, you were pretty high for mine, Chatter, weren't you? Yeah, well, I think I was, um, I think tenfold less, but um, still sort of quite a small proportion of people listen to Mind Chatter. Yeah, no, Mind Chatter is another, another very good artist. Again, you know, thank you. That was also your your, your recommendation. Yeah, I think, I think, I think, yeah, one, one thing that we, one, one thing that we really enjoyed, I think there, there were a lot of good aspects about uh, being housemates, but um, one thing that I particularly enjoyed was the music that we sort of stumbled across. Mm. So we had a, a nice speaker system. Mm, we did. Of yourself, and so we were able to sort of create a nice ambiance. Yes. And, uh, you know, sort of, um, how do we say this? Um, uh, sort of shield ourselves from some of the external sort of auditory distractions exactly. that might have cropped up from time to time. Exactly. So. Maybe that's also another topic we might investigate. Exactly. I mean, look, but we have to touch it. Um, you know, cautiously, mm, we don't want indeed. to, uh, yeah, ruffle any feathers. But nonetheless, yeah, I think it was, you know, we had a, we had a good time listening to some good music. Mm. Mm. So yeah, no, it's been a, been a good catch up, I think. Mm. Yeah, no, it has been. And I think, you know, we touched on a broad range of topics, you know, from the more intellectual, talking about, you know, potential business or mechanisms and sort of intellectual adjacent adjacent um talking about you know different what's been cooking and um uh, talking about sport you know basketball mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. ben simmons in particular oh, um, man. and then we're talking Broken about some spotify exactly. discoveries yeah so thanks for joining thanks for joining us again i'm shepherd bridge and i'm henry dubois and we shall uh, see you next time <laughs>